0: Hello? Tony? Mr. Lewis. Did you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear.
1: Wonderful. For those who don't know Mr. Drew Barrett, he is a god of college basketball picks. This man, this man picked Michigan Villanova last year. Ayo. This man picked the 16 versus the one seed upset. It was Penn versus Kansas, but damn it, he had it. He had
0: it. I got the wrong one, Todd. I got the wrong one. Can you believe it?
1: Oh, I can. One so, in four
0: chance. <laughs> yes, you can believe it? Thanks.
1: I can't believe it. We're going we're to so jump I. right into it the way we jumped into it last year because you're a Florida Gators fan. I think the SEC is the best conference, and we'll get into that. But tell me about the yeah. Florida Gators to start it off.
0: Yeah, um, Florida Gators, they had an up-and-down year. Um, they um, beat LSU in LSU, so they have a good win like that, but they've also lost to Georgia at home. So they're kind of bipolar. You don't know what you're going to get with them. I saw that someone posted how, according to Ken Palm, of the 68 tournament teams, the Gators had the worst luck. So whatever that's worth, the Gators' luck isn't very good. Um But they're very up and down, very bipolar, which kind of um, exemplifies their 10th seed. So I think they were seeded pretty on point. Um, Their win over LSU in the SEC tournament probably granted them the uh, the, uh, bid. Um, So, you know, I'm not sure what to do with them versus uh, Nevada. Really not sure. What's your thoughts?
1: My thoughts are that the main takeaway that I always say, and this is what we did last year, we basically said, what what are the top conferences? For us, it was the Big East and the Big Ten, and that ended up being what the championship matchup was. For me, I think the ACC is not the best conference, even though they have the three number one seeds. I think the SEC, when I watch these teams, I look at, like, Tennessee, and people are like, nobody can stop Zion Williamson, the beast. I'm like, you know what? Tennessee's got some big motherfuckers on their team. They could probably stop them. They got some physical people in that conference. So I really feel like – The SEC is what I'm riding with this year. I think, like, Auburn is a good team. Tennessee Mm -hmm. is a good team. LSU, I guess they got the coaching scandal. But we always like a good scandal, don't we, Drew?
0: (laughs) We always love a good scandal, for sure, for sure. And, you know, SEC, I wouldn't necessarily agree with you, Todd. Um, Coaching-wise, you know, we talked last last, um, year. can't believe it's been a year already. Uh, we talked last year about coaching and like, why, and, and, like, why coaching matters. The SEC, their conference has, like, five different coaches that have been to a Final Four. You got Frank Martin. You got Tom Crean. You got Rick Barnes. You got, of course, you got Ben Howland with Mississippi State. And, of course, you got uh, John Calipari, the uh, Bruce godfather. Pearl. Bruce Pearl's never been to a Final Four, but, yes, he is a good coach. Um, a little controversy sprinkled with Bruce Pearl, obviously. Yeah. Um, fellow Jew, by the way. Um, uh, yeah, I mean – SEC is pretty top heavy. You know, you, you got, you got your Kentuckys and your Tennessees, but the bottom of the, um, the bottom of the conference is, is, is very bad. I don't want to say um, what school, but I think you would know Todd, how a, uh, a team went winless in conference play. It might've been the college that you attended. Um, uh, so yes. we'll just leave it at that.
1: Vandy disappoints again. No wins in conference. No, no wins in conference. Well, I was listening to our podcast from last year, and you know what? We're we're all about the storylines. We're all about the scandals. And you were talking about how you're going to pick Texas because the players got leukemia. Right. What is your favorite scandal of the year, Drew?
0: The scandal of the year. Um, I'm not really sure. Scandal. I mean, this whole LSU thing is pretty big news. You know, LSU, um, they won the SEC regular season outright with the best record. Um, and now all of a sudden, their coach got suspended, um, so that's a pretty big deal. I feel like, and I feel like they're going against a pretty uh, powerful or a, a pretty powerful David in the Yale Bulldogs. Um, so I guess scandal wise, I would go to the LSU Tigers. But in terms of storyline, if you want to shift gears for a second, um, I mean, obviously. The 16 seed beating the one seed is the biggest story in the history of the tournament. The, the history of the tournament, this is the biggest story ever, the one seed losing. And not only that, but now they're a one seed again. And I think the storyline is, how is Virginia going to fare? Are they going to fizzle out early? Or is this the year that they finally put the pieces together and make a big run? I feel like it's going to be the latter because that's just how the story unfolds. That's just how the tournament works. You lose to a 16, and the next thing you know, you're cutting out the nets going to the final four.
1: I'm so tempted to pick Virginia in one of my brackets to win because I know nobody's going to pick them. Like they're the only team I feel like people are just like, yeah, they can't win it. But you know they got issues. I watched them pretty closely. It's like they still, it's the same thing that we talked about last year. It's like they for the ball that well. It seems like they got a couple good shooters, obviously, but I still don't think their offense is where it really needs. Them.
0: I agree with that. Although Ken Palm, you know. That- in the past, they've had, like, top 30 and top 40 offenses. This is, like, a top five offense. But I agree with you in terms of, like, watching them. They don't look like, oh, my God, this team's going to win it all. But by that same token, they do look dominant enough where they can put together four wins and go to the final four. So I'm kind of with you. Um, I don't trust them to win it all, but I kind of trust them enough to go to the final four, which – Oh, we can talk about this more in our prediction segment. But I do have Virginia going to the championship game. I'm not going to spoil it for our, list, for our listeners if I have them winning it. But I do think that the bracket favors them enough for them to get to the uh, national championship final on April 8th in, in uh, Minneapolis.
1: Very nice. Well, we'll start off with this. So I think the main theme from last year, and I, it's the same thing. We basically were like, listen. An 11 seed, a 12 seed. They can make the final four. That's a fun bet to make, winning the region. They're never going to win the whole thing. Yep. Like Loyola got smacked by Villanova, and we didn't have to hear from Sister Jean anymore. And thank God they're not in the tournament. I hope she's
0: <laughs> dead. <laughs> Whoa, come on, man. Too Whoa, far. too, too far. far.
1: Sister Jean is alive and well somewhere. Just not going to be at the tournament. That, I mean, listen, we're watching a fucking basketball game, and the announcers are over here talking about a 100-year-old lady. Oh, she's I cute. Talk-
0: she's funny. It's a... It's a sentimental, heartwarming story. Come on, man.
1: If they find another 100-year-old grandma that they're going to base the storyline around, I am not going to be pleased. It's your script. So we got to look for a new script this year. So let's do that now. Um, well, who's the 11-12 seed then? Who's going to be your upset? Who's going to be your, your? oh, they're making it to the Elite Eight and nobody's talking about them. You know, I'm going to see
0: your 11-12 and 12 seed, Todd, and I'm going to raise you. Um, I'm going to raise your bet to a 14 seed. Um, I alluded to them earlier, uh, the Yale bulldogs. Um, this is only their second tournament appearance in school history. The first of which came back in 2016 when they were a 12 seed and and they beat Baylor and they gave Duke a pretty good run for their money in the uh, round of 32. Um, the bracket kind of worked out pretty favorably. We talked about LSU. LSU doesn't have their coach. So, There's you know there's drama there's this function. Granted LSU is a talented team, but there's drama there's this function going on with the Tigers and Yale. You know they beat Harvard pretty handily. They have a win over Miami. I think Yale has enough firepower to beat LSU and then beat Maryland and go to the Sweet 16. Um, And I and I also like the Liberty Flames out of the Atlantic Sun. Um, This is their first year in the Atlantic Sun Conference, and um, the Atlantic Sun has a history of churning out um, lovable Cinderella stories. uh, Florida Gulf Coast when they were a 15 seed. They came from the A-Sun and Mercer back in the day, beating Duke. Mercer was in the A-Sun. So the A-Sun has a history of churning out, you know, pretty good teams. Um, and they beat a pretty good Lipscomb team twice this past season um, to advance to, to the tournament. So I would eye Liberty and, and Yale, uh, both
1: out of the East region. You know what? That's why I love bringing yonder the A-Sun. How much – you are all about the research. Have you slept – Have you slept since the brackets were released? I'm glad you
0: asked that. Um, I've only slept like five hours. So I slept from like one to six last night, which is like feels like a good amount of sleep. And then I woke up at 6 a.m. feeling the need to rewatch the selection show. So I rewatched the selection show at 6 a.m. just to get like a better grasp for for things. Um, It's nine o'clock East Coast time. I just got my cup of coffee uh, doing laundry right now. I don't plan on going to sleep for like at least another four to five hours. Um, It's just research time. I mean, this is a time. I mean, I've been, I've been doing research for the past, you know, fifty-three weeks. Um, but now is, is really when the when the um, when the pedal goes to the metal, or when the metal right pedal goes
1: to the metal. Uh, you know, right? I don't know. You're delirious. You're I'm delirious. Asleep. Stop, me, stop me from talking. Stop me from talking. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go on a little bit of a two segment here. All right. Okay. You're always talking about coaches, and coaching is so important. Um, I want to know who's your favorite coach and who's your favorite player? Who are you most excited to see? How about a little bit of that? Wow. Okay. And I'll go first. I'll give you some time to think. Yeah, go first. Go first. Go first. (laughs) My favorite player, Zach Norvell Jr. on Gonzaga. I love him. He doesn't get enough shine, I feel like. I think that my my matchup in the second round, you know I'm always about Syracuse because like two, three defense throws everybody off. They'll beat Baylor and then they got Gonzaga. I'm telling you, in the second round, this guy, Zach Norvell, versus that zone defense, is going to probably hit like seven or eight threes in that game. Um, love him. Think he's a great player. So he is my favorite. And then, you know, the favorite coach. I mean, who am I kidding? We got to go with Coach K here. He's my favorite coach. All right. Really? That's your favorite coach? He's my
0: favorite. I mean, he is the best. So I can't really hit you for that. Um, you got to respect Coach K, obviously. Um, tied for John Wooden with the most Final Fours in the history of college basketball with 12. Um, so, yes, Coach K is a, ve- a venerable head coach in the coaching ranks. Um, it's kind of hard not to go, like, w- with a player-coach combo. Um, but player-wise, I-, I like Cassius Winston of Michigan State. Um, he's going to win the Big Ten Player of the Year. He's just a great guard. Um, he just moves the ball up the floor very, just, like, swiftly and meticulously. And, and, and he's a great passer. Um, Michigan State leads the country in assists. So they share the ball a lot, and uh, Cassius Winston is the stir, is the straw that stirs the Michigan State drink. And favorite coach, I mean, I gotta go with Calipari from Kentucky. He's just like a good personality. He's funny on the sideline. He makes for good memes. He makes for good uh, um, interviews. Um, he's just a good personality to watch, and 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 like he's a good teacher.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I like Coach. K. I, I like him a lot too. I think Calipari is a good coach, and I think it's just back to. I really. I mean, I'm not a betting man, but if I had to make one bet, it's going to be on the SEC to win a championship. I just Really? Feel like, I just think the SEC is the best conference. This is how I look at it, all right? You're talking about, you know, your 14 seed upset. I'm looking at, like, Houston versus Georgia State. I watched Houston versus Cincinnati pretty closely the other day, and what I'm looking for is, like, I know Houston's going to be super athletic, but how, like, skilled are these guys? And – my takeaway was, like, these guys aren't that skilled. Like, if Houston was in the SEC and they had to play against these other athletic teams, yeah. they would not be that good. That's yeah. just how I look at it. I, I just, like, a team cannot be purely athleticism. They have to have skill, too. And that's why I just love the SEC. I feel like it's got so many teams which is such physical guys. But they got skills, too. That Auburn team, what they did to yep. was incredible. That was incredible. Yep. So I, that's why I like him so much. I'm really I, I'm really confident that the SEC is going to be the team. Someone from the SEC is going to win the championship, this, the entire thing. That's 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 my big bet that I'm confident in. But we'll really? get into, like, I mean, for those who didn't listen last week, just so you know, you better listen to us because I'm not kidding when I say Drew picked Michigan Nova. You can you can run back the tape. The man run picked it back. Michigan versus Villanova. He said Michigan was going to win it all. I said Villanova was going to win it all. But either way, we were pretty close to being right. Yeah. So – What's your final four? I mean, do you want to give it away or do you not want people to copy your bracket? You tell me, man, you're, you're the, you're the pilot here. You tell me, I mean, I'm going I'll give it out. pretty, pretty heavy on the SEC. I think, I think it's like out of the top, right. I'm looking at Tennessee out of the bottom, right. I'm looking at Auburn. Oh, wow. Not even Kentucky, huh? Um. Oh man. That Auburn, it's going to be Auburn, Kentucky in the you elite. think? A's. I think, I think the SEC is just super loaded. And then, you know, I can't, I can't bet. I got to be honest. I have not, the one team. I probably haven't looked at that closely. Michigan state. I haven't watched enough. I don't know what Michigan state can do. So, you know, I don't know to pick, to pick Duke seems like the safe one in Gonzaga. So I'm going Duke Gonzaga, Tennessee, and then whoever wins that Auburn, Kentucky game. I'll go, I'll go Auburn. Cause I saw what interesting. they did. It was, it was, it was impressive. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, just to touch on your Tennessee pick. I mean, Tennessee kind of got screwed. I mean, um, they're going to have to end up playing Cincinnati in Columbus, um, and I don't know if I like what I saw from Tennessee down the stretch. I mean, at the beginning of conference play, they were steamrolling teams, and I mean, like be- beating teams' brains in by twenty-five thirty, and then things kind of fell apart. You know, they lost to um, LSU towards the end of the year, and then they lost to uh, they, they 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 lost to Auburn the last game, right?
1: Did, they did. They, they got, they got smacked. They lost 20. to
0: Auburn. No, well, no, no. The, the last game of the season.
1: Oh, gosh. Gotcha, yeah. They right? lost their last game of the regular season. They lost took to away Auburn. Yep.
0: Yep. And then they should have lost to Kentucky in the SEC tournament. They were down by eight with like two minutes to go and then kind of got lucky to beat Kentucky um, and yes. then got rocked again by Auburn. So Tennessee's kind of, they've been floundering a little bit. So I can't really trust them. And Rick Barnes doesn't have a good history recently of uh, tournament success. But no, I, I agree with you. I think Kentucky's going to go to the Final Four. Uh, I think we're on a collision course for Carolina, Kentucky in that bracket. Um, to be honest, I'm not even sure Auburn makes it out, makes it out of the first round. Um, mm. Auburn's just kind of like that kind of bipolar team. I mean, we saw it Too in streaky. the round of yeah, yeah, very streaky. We saw it in the round of 32 last year. Um, it was Auburn versus Clemson, and Clemson really didn't blow me away. And Clemson uh, blew the doors off of Auburn like it was it was 25 points in a matter of like 10 minutes. Hmm. Um, so Auburn kind of streaking New Mexico state, they're like 30 and four. They've like won a lot of games and this is their third straight year in the tournament. I don't know. Something about that is just fishy to me. Um, but no, I would, I would say Kentucky final four. Um, I would say Gonzaga final four. You mentioned the Syracuse Gonzaga game. I think that's a nightmare game. If I'm a Gonzaga fan, I think that could be their hardest game. Um, on their path to the final four, the Syracuse in the round of 32, because as you said, prepping for the zone is very tough. But I mean, look, look, luckily enough for Gonzaga, um, they have time to pre- like they can prepare now for the zone. Although yeah. you don't want them to overlook Prairie View, um, so I would say Kentucky, <laughs> you never know what happen. You no, never know. What we saw happen. It last year. I, I would That's say right. Kentucky, Gonzaga. Uh, I think Michigan State is going to be Duke, and um, I'll go with the feel good story Virginia in the Final Four, and um, I'm going to say Michigan State over Virginia in the championship. Um, it's been 19 years since the Big Ten has won a championship. They've come close. The Greg Oden, Ohio State days, you had Michigan twice. You had Michigan State once back in 09 versus UNC. You said the SEC is the best um conference mm-hmm. in the country. I think it's the Big Ten from top to bottom. Um mm-hmm. I mean you had Penn State. Penn State started off conference play 0 and 10, and they won like five of seven. Um Indiana swept Michigan State and they missed a tournament. Um so I think that, yes, that the SEC could be more top-heavy in terms like uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, Auburn. But from the first team to the last team, I think the Big Ten is the strongest, ter- strongest conference in the country.
1: Well, let's that opinion. And Michigan State over Virginia, I know a year from now, we're going to say, damn it, he did it two years in a row. <laughs> this man's a genius. Oh,
0: man, I-, I only hope so. Um, Michigan State, they, uh, their-, their best player, Josh Langford, uh, was declared out for the year back in December. Um, and their big guy, Nick Ward, missed like a few weeks with a hairline fracture um, in his hand back in February. And you saw the Commerce Tournament, Arns, he's now like he's out. So they have stuff to like galvanize them and like bring them together. And again, we talk about reach paths. I don't think their path is that challenging. I mean, I, I, I see a collision course between them and Duke in the, um, in the chance to get to the Final Four. And I think Duke is the most overrated, overhyped team in the history of college basketball. Um, so I can see Michigan State handling Duke. Again, if it was a seven-game series, I would say Duke, but it's a one-game tournament, so I think it's possible for Michigan
1: State. I happen to agree. You know, I love Duke, obviously. I actually was very fortunate. Mr. Harold hooked it up this year. I went to a game. I went to Cameron versus Wake Forest, the game that they almost lost. They were were like 24-and-a-half-point favorites, and I was sitting there watching this team. And And they barely won. Yeah, these guys, they got issues because – sure zion is amazing and i'm sure the team is totally different when he's there cam reddish is not very good he draws he's good for like three offensive fouls a game yeah pull up from the mid-range what are you doing this man has i don't know what he's doing he gets in foul trouble every game he does rj barrett sure he's he's a great player he's lefty dominant but you know obviously that works for for certain players but the rest Trey Jones is good, but I'm telling you, after after those guys, nobody. Drop. It's like there's really Alex O'Connell. He's
0: Delorier, stuck. Jack White. Yeah, and like, can we can, can we talk about Duke? Like, um, of course, they are by like I said, they're the most overhyped, overrated team in the history of college basketball. Yeah, they're going to have three of the top six picks in a draft. Yes, everyone agrees that. But like, they're an awful three point shooting team, and when I watch them, they keep shooting three. It's it's the craziest thing in the world. It's like if you're so bad at three point shooting, like historically bad, I think Jack White. He was over 28. Mm. If you're so bad, why do you keep jacking up threes? Like know what you're good at, know what your strengths are, know what your weaknesses are and play to that. Like yeah. give it a Zion, give it a reddish, you know, and let them take it as opposed to just chucking up threes and going three for 22. Like, like just, and and obviously that they've had injuries and Trey Jones and reddish and Zion, obviously what's your, what's your season summary for Duke? Is it a disappointment if they don't get to the final four or win the championship and like i feel like like the targets on their back
1: right targets on their back i think the most shocking thing i saw i was first of all i was pretty surprised they got the number 1 overall seed cuz i was I mean, too that just seemed awful but if you look it's like right now they're plus 225 to win the championship and like the next best it's like all right plus 600 it's like that's that's next so i think duke at plus 225 is the clear on like they are head and shoulders like the favorite and i just don't see that so i mean final four i think is a successful season i don't see them winning the whole thing um yeah but every time i don't pick them they'll win it all so you know you know who knows sure that'll happen yeah they don't have you know when they're always good the teams that they always win are when they have a mix and they have like the senior leadership like the last time they won they had quinn cook who was a senior. senior yep um you know times before that it's like they always got like one or two seniors and this team doesn't have that they, they got no seniors um but you always got to have like one or two guys i think that's really like a, a leader they're your leaders and- right
0: they've like been there they've been they've they've, they've, they've they've been to the tournament right that, that like that, that can kind of galvanize a group whereas this year's team is just a bunch of guys who are gonna go pro and make millions of dollars in three months and it's like do they really care about winning it all or do they just want to you know, put on a show, and if they win, great. And if they lose, then okay, then we're going to draft, and uh, I'll see you guys
1: in uh, June. Exactly. It's just like they they don't have the senior leadership that normally they'd have. Like when they won in 2010, they had like John Shire was a senior. Like it's always true. They've always had. That's just that's just always how their their good teams have always had like their first, second, or third best players be. Juniors or, or, or seniors when they win it all. Do they have any seniors on their roster? I'm about to pull it up now, but do they have anyone? Yeah, the backup center who came in during the North Carolina game—the giant Russian guy. I don't know. Oh yeah, it. he's in a really uh right. He's yeah. really going to put in a good five minutes a game and make the difference. <laughs> um Well, listen, you know we're at we're at 21 minutes, but we're going to keep it going for like another another two or three. Oh, this is here. great! This is great. <laughs> we got. I mean, we've got our picks in. We've got our sleepers. Wait, so what's your pick? What, what's your pick? Oh, Kentucky. I got Gonzaga Girl. over Tennessee. I think is what I'm gonna go with. Okay. Okay. Gonzaga over Tennessee. I like Gonzaga. I do. I think they got. I mean, I really like that Jack Rui. Yeah, Rui Hachimura. He's very good, and I really do think this guy Zach Norvell Jr. wins the you know tournament player yeah. or whatever. He's he's very good. He's people are not talking about him. But this guy is really a good player. I'm pretty sure he went to, he, he's got to be out of, I, I don't know if he's one of those Simeon Chicago guys, but I guess because he happened to go to Gonzaga, people forgot about him. I mean, he's a sophomore, I think. He's 21 years old. This guy can play. He, he's, he's out of Chicago. Sure, yeah, definitely. Simeon, yeah, he went to Simeon Academy. There you go. Like D Rose, just like all these other guys. I mean, this guy, I'm telling you, if he was on Kentucky, everybody would be talking about Zach Norvell Jr., the can Hoop. So that's my. That's my big guy. I think that's going to lead him to the championship. Okay,
0: I like it. I like it. I, I got Zach's final four, so I am. I'm with you.
1: Um. Well, you know, is there anything else that we can leave the people with, Drewski, before we part ways here? What What you got on your mind? What's going on in your life? <laughs> you know, the carpet. <laughs> have You ever seen that show, uh, like the Hot Wing Show? The hot wing. I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> uh, they like do interviews over hot wings and oh, FN. yeah. He's so like, much all right, about it, yeah. It's a, good, it's a good interview. And he's like, all right, we're rolling out the red carpet. What do you have going on in your life, Drew? What do you got to tell the people? Um, I'm going to
0: some tournament games uh, this week, uh, going down to Jacksonville. That's
1: right. Who's playing in Jacksonville? Um,
0: so I'm going to the day session Thursday. I'm going to see LSU-Yale and then Maryland versus the winner of Belmont Temple. And then uh, skipping the night session Thursday, so I won't see Kentucky-Bash walk- I won't see Kentucky win, and I won't see Woffordstein Hall. Hall. Um, but then we're going back on Saturday, so I'll see – um, I don't know Maryland Yale, and I'll see Kentucky Bash Wofford's brains in. Um, yes. So it should be fun to, to uh, see that.
1: No, that'd be cool, man. Um, you might have to get Mr. Lummish up there for a little Maryland Bash. Mr.
0: Lummish, I know we need to bring him out there. Um, we don't want to bring Steve because watching Maryland lose a game
1: uh, probably wouldn't
0: be too
1: um, exciting <laughs> to be around. No, no, he just have would what... He'd have flashbacks to Len Bias and nobody wants that really
0: flashbacks to Len, um, Len Bias flashback to Maryland blowing the 10 point lead with 55 seconds left to do all sorts of flashbacks. So we want to avoid that at all costs. So we'll give
1: a shout out to Mr. Lama. Mr. We're going to give a shout out to Elliot green. Cause you said Michigan state's going to win it. And you know, your word is good as gold. So shout out to Mr. Elliot. Big green shout there. Elliot
0: green. Shout out Jordan Lowey, going to be crashing on his air mattress on Thursday night. Um, looking forward to that. Um,
1: You know how it is. Boozy. Listen, listen, Boozy Splashdown. And uh, that's all I got, Jerooski. We're signing off. I appreciate your time as always. And uh, I wish you the best luck in this tournament.
0: Uh, Same to you, Todd. This is fun. Thanks for having me. And uh, hopefully talk to you soon.